All right, this is the Thinking and Drinking ACM wrap-up show with my special guest, Amy Alvin. Yes, it's me. <laughs> my favorite guest. Oh, I don't believe that, but thank you. Well, you're the only guest that I live with, so. Well, that's true. That's pretty important to me. The dogs won't help. No, they have a hard time <laughs> staying up on the microphone. So what were your overall thoughts on the ACMs? Yeah. Memories? Oh, I mean, perhaps? just like hot takes, I guess, would be that... Ooh, hot takes. Hot takes. Um, Carrie Underwood's performance oh, man. was yeah. just the best. And um, the Chris Stapleton-Miranda thing, I had to stop watching because it made me cry because it made me think of <laughs> Millie, yeah. um, who's our oldest dog and is getting kind of older and the whole... Anyway. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was great. Um, I think they did a great job. Uh, I don't know. I meant to do some research, but I read somewhere that this was only the second time in Nashville that the ACMs happened, which, I mean, it happened in September for last year's ACM. Yeah. So I don't know if that's necessarily true because that's two times. Well, it was in L.A. forever. And then Vegas. Back when Jay Leno would come out with a nudie suit and a cactus tie and talk about yeah, it was Country a little cheesy Western back in the music day. And just completely, as much as I love Jay Leno, he yeah. completely diminished everything we were trying to do as a format. Well, but, I mean, that's back when everybody thought country oh, yeah. music was just nothing yeah. but hillbillies and yeah. rednecks and all that. But overall, man, I just I was I was impressed. I like the the different venues. Yeah, I, I that, love that. I, I, I I wouldn't mind if after we're all back. COVID style, you know, I wouldn't mind continually doing that. Yeah. But put people in those but seats. People. I think that'd be so cool, man. That would Can be you cool. imagine sitting at the Bluebird and watching watching that, you know, watching Chris Stapleton or or whoever? I think that'd be a blast. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. And it would like spread out the show to more people and like in Absolutely. between you know, Stapleton could be or whoever it at the Bluebird could be doing other things, performing yeah. for the people that were there. That and, would be a really great idea. And like we saw if you were recording stuff beforehand, that would also be cool yeah. to be sitting in the, in, at the Bluebird or the uh, Opera House or whatever, Grand Ole Opry and watching them record this stuff a day or two days beforehand. Sure. It would, it would just stretch it out. Absolutely. Be a blast, man. I think it'd be really cool. No, I, I felt like it showcased Nashville very well. It made us look very inclusive, yeah. which I think is important in this day and age. Yep. Um, no, the I had written down the couple of the locations were at the Ryman, the Bluebird Cafe, Station Inn, which I thought was very oh, cool. Yeah. I don't think I had that normally on my regular on my first list, and then that's where Dirks played with the War yeah, and Treaty, and I, I thought that was that. Yep. that again hot takes. That was one of the cooler moments as mm -hmm. well. Um, and then of course, kind of main mainly at the Grand Ole Opry was at least where Keith Urban seemed to be the whole yeah, time. I think so. Yeah. Um, Mickey kind of popped around in different places, but and then I loved when um, they were shooting from across the river where the Titan stadium is with the skyline in the background. I yeah. thought that was cool. And then closing the, sh not closing the show, almost closing the show with little big town on Broadway. Yeah. Blocked that, off yeah. with that band was just that was cool. <laughs> super cool. And you pointed out the big stand up of uh, Jimmy of the guy that was, Sick yeah, with the poor guy, poor, I think his name is Jimmy. That's terrible. I should know his name. I'm, uh, I don't know them personally. I don't but one of them's name is Jimmy. The blonde guy. Yeah. Who, um, unfortunately, <laughs> had COVID right before. And so I think they um, 
hilarious. were good sports, and hopefully <laughs> yeah. he was a good sport about the stand-up. Because, yep. you know, that just made me think of that wedding that we shot, or I shot, and you were there yeah. in December, where the oh, maid man. of honor or one of the bridesmaids was, like, nine months pregnant, so she couldn't travel. This was a rescheduled COVID wedding. And they had a stand-up, and they had her out on the dance floor, and it was, it was hysterical. It, it just cracked me hilarious. up. But anyway. And also, the street was wet, and they looked great, and they had the marching band, wherever that marching band was from. I didn't yeah, hear that. But I didn't either. Killer. I'm assuming somewhere around town, but they were really cool. And it was, I mean, it wasn't even a marching band, because they had, no. like, trumpeteers and stuff like that. Trumpeteers, that's stupid. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> trumpets. They had people playing trumpets. I like trumpeteers. It kind of was, it reminded me, trumpeteers. it reminded me more of like a, um, a band you would see in New Orleans. New Orleans. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Which I love that. But, um, I thought the opening was interesting. Not so much a big fan of that song, but I liked, um, the Which whole, song? the drunk song, L, uh, King and Miranda. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I really liked like what they were wearing was cool and they just looked like, yeah. you know, some cool chicks. Um, well, oh, before we get into it, what were your hot takes? Um, your favorite moments. Again, same stuff with you. Love the Dirks. Love Carrie and CeCe Winans. Um, I don't know, man. I thought all that stuff was, was so cool. I was I was happy for Thomas Rhett. I was really happy for Kix getting a National Personality of the Year. Yeah. Personality, cause he well does deserved. A, he does a great job, man. You yeah. Know, and he's, he's really taken over. Where Bob Kingsley, bless his heart, has passed away. You right. Know? I mean, it's just, that, that's fantastic. Which, and, explain to people who may not know about Bob Kingsley, um, because I know that's, that was a big hole. Yeah, he did the to national fill. top 40 countdown for like 50, 50 years? I don't know, but I would I would say a long time. Man, I'm, I'm a very an long idiot. Time. I'm just blanking on how long. But it was such a top 40 countdown thing. That it was kicks, kind of iconic. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It was the, it was like, um, oh, shoot, Dick Clark. It was mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It was the Casey, Casey Kasem. Kasem. He was the, the Casey Kasem of country music. Right. And he was so awesome at it. And Kix is so great. Mm-hmm. And he knows everybody. Yeah. And he's the happiest, smiliest guy in the room, no matter what room he's in. Totally. And so I was just, I don't know, I was really happy for him. Yeah. Not like we're buddies or anything, but hey, he, cool. he spotted you. He did. And y'all have had conversations. We have. So, yeah. And I wrote a song that they won. And you wrote a song that won them a Grammy, yeah. so... He better know you, but he does know you. He's like the bit. sweetest guy yeah. and like great guy, great guy. I yeah, he's Mister Music Nashville. I don't know. Um, so I just kind of wrote down all the different, like I literally wrote down every performance and stuff. Um, so we talked already about the opening. Um, I love that they mentioned that there were in the audience. At least, I'm not sure if it was at every venue, but at right, least right. at the Grand Ole Opry House, they had in the balcony, which I don't know why they didn't have in the main floor. Yeah, I don't know. Except for they put some artists in the main floor on occasion, but um, they had people in the balcony were Vandy yeah. frontline workers yeah. who had been vaccinated and were socially distanced and everything. I thought that was very cool. Yep. Any chance to honor people like that, I feel like, is important. Absolutely. Um, and then they popped over to the Ryman, which I thought was cool. I love the Ryman's still my favorite 
place to hear music in yeah. Nashville. Yeah, me too. And so um, the first uh, performance there was Chris Young with Kane Brown. They sang that famous friend song, which I've heard before. And I don't know. I should know that this has gone number one or not. Or we should have done research. I don't know. But they did a good job. And then Old Dominion won Group of the Year. Yep. Which they sang the song that you played at your niece's wedding. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Thomas Rhett came out and played Country Again acoustically and then went into um, What's so, What's Your Country Song. Dude, it was just so country. It was great. I thought that was one like of the, the highlights, too. I just I just like what Tom, Thomas does. I think he does it well. Yep. And um, he just seems like a stand-up guy. I mean, I knew him back in the day when he was yep. coming in, um, hanging out with his dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rhett. Uh, Rhett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back at Big Loud. So and he won. Uh, male artist of the male year. Male artist of the year. Three years in a row now, man. Which That's is great. Awesome. And dude, he just he just could not be a better guy. He could just just if you don't follow him on Instagram, do it because you just see a million pictures of him and his kids and his family. Yeah. And he's just such a good guy, man. So and I just I love that he married his high school sweetheart yep. and yeah, they're just good people. Yep. Um then Miranda played with Stapleton. Yep. And the song that made me cry. I never heard it. Yep. Um, <laughs> but it was good. But it was good. And I love the way they had it set up at the Bluebird. Because, like, yeah. normally in the Bluebird, you come in and there's either a stage or the round. And most of the time, you'll see the writers round, which is literally yeah. in the middle of the room. And the chairs and the tables are all around. Which is cool. Where people are performing. Yeah. This time, they... Because there's no people there, they could like do whatever they wanted to. And this, and it's a small space. It's not like you can do that much. Yeah. But I like the way that they kind of turned it around, where the bar was in the backdrop and like yeah. the um, pews, the the pews that if you don't have a table <sighs> and you stand outside, you maybe can sit in one of the pews. And yep. they're yes, we love them, but they're so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, anyway, you got to see kind of that, and then see the wall of the songwriters. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just it was a cool, different take for bluebird because usually that's not the way you see bluebird set up so yeah. i thought that was neat too how come i'm not on that wall i don't know because huh. i've played there a bunch of times i know i don't know how you got on how people get on there i don't either um <laughs> and then Marin morris and her hubby ryan yep. performed um and then i think we went to the Riverfront with Lady A. Lady A, which looked like you were saying, what an awesome uh, shot. I don't even, I mean, no offense to anybody. I don't even remember the song. I just remember how cool it looked. Yeah. I just thought that was spectacular. That was a very cool location. Yeah, that was very cool. Um, and showed Nashville well. And yep. then that's when they announced, like, as they were going to commercial, they did the kicks yeah. thing in all the different radio markets and our buddy your buddy lois, lois lewis, lewis giving her a shout out her. who's in vegas phoenix phoenix i think phoenix oh shoot she used to be in vegas right no maybe not i, don't I maybe know. just I made that phoenix. up anyway she's anyway. in phoenix she won <laughs> um love her. major, major market. market yep which is yep. huge. I mean, that's like literally underneath yeah, what a- Kicks won. That's the biggest award you can win for a radio personality. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're super proud of her. She is the person who, her dog Goose, oh. may he rest in heaven, mm. inspired Millie, our dog, With to get mohawk. a mo- mohawk. Because he was a Cocker Spaniel <laughs> that was blonde. And anyway, um, 
we we have a little tribute to Goose <sighs> on Millie. Um, and then so Gabby right. Barrett was at the Bluebird, which I had never seen Gabby Barrett. At first, I thought it was Carrie Underwood. Yeah, I've yeah. She's a beautiful girl. She's so. a beautiful girl. Yeah. I'm not that familiar with her music, so I need to check her out. Then they announced Song of the Year, which was Bones by Maren Morris. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Yeah, and Laura Veltz, who you've written with before. No. No, I've you wrote with, with her sister. Allison. Okay. Yep. Craig wrote with Lauren. Anyway, um, it was a really Laura cool, Veltz. Her a cool and, song, though. Yeah, and Jimmy Robbins wrote that, too. They uh, won that for Song of the Year, and then they went to Station Inn, where they played In the Name of Love with um, Dirks and Dirks. Yeah. the Warren yeah. Treaty. And I don't know. Who, I, I've, we saw the Warren Treaty in some documentary, and I cannot remember yeah, what it was. It was about Nashville. It may have been about the Bluebird or songwriters or something. But Dirks has been doing that song for a long time, and he, he kills it. So yeah, he was he was great, and I don't know who those girls were that were playing in the band. Yeah, they looked like the new Dixie Chicks because they were yeah. playing fiddle and mando and. Well, that's awesome because the old Dixie Chicks ain't doing that. So come on, <laughs> they were great, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that literally it gave me chills and yeah. made me cheer up a little bit. I wrote down, loved best part of the show, which I still, which was before Carrie, and then Carrie kind of topped that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And then Dolly Parton came on from like a video where she was talking about Carrie and Cece. Yeah. Um, Man, they, which that was if, so great. I, I had gotten the Carrie Underwood album on uh, Apple oh, Music man. a couple of weeks ago when it came out. And it's so good. And I we, love old hymns and it's all old hymns and it's beautifully done. <laughs> and we've learned we can't listen to that while we're driving because we're both bawling. Yeah. I mean, like, anytime somebody's going to sing Amazing Grace or How Great Thou Art, I'm going to tear up, especially when they're amazing vocalists like Carrie is. And then you add in Cece Winans, who... And then they had the choir just, like, literally taking us to church. And it was... My only complaint is I wish they would have put Carrie at the Ryman instead of the Grand Ole Opry House, because the Ryman is the mother mother church church, of country music. And it used to be a church, and it just would have been a little... Just a smidge more cooler, but... You know what? It was still great. That's a good point. And then um, Eric Church performed at the Ryman. Yep. Um, I do not know that song. I think that's probably off of one of the new three albums that he has. Uh, Heart Heart <sighs> is one, and is one, and then Soul is one, I believe. That's the name of the the three albums. So mm, I, I loved it. It was great. It yeah. was different. It was kind of quirky and... yeah. Um, Joanna Cotton doing background vocals like that lady can well, just sing. He's he's truly the guy that tries to stay within the format a little bit, but really doesn't give a crap. No, he doesn't. And it's like you know what? I don't know how much money he has, but he's just like this is me. Take it or leave it. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Guess what? Next year when we go on the road, we're gonna sell out every place we go. He will. And guess how many albums we're gonna sell? A ton. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's like eh. Play, he doesn't need don't to worry play. about no. what he's doing. You know? He has he has so much freedom artistically that he, and and he's fully taken advantage of it, which Absolutely. I I love that man. You and know? that doesn't happen to a lot of people. No. I mean, he built he yep. earned that freedom. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, then Dan and Shay played at the Bluebird, and unfortunately, they had some weird sound issues. Yeah. 
Um, but they played that song, A Billion People, that you love. Man, I, I just do. It's just one of the best melodies ever. It's just a great song. Yeah. And they seem like great guys. I mean, they won group of the year. Yeah. Or duo of the year. Um, and I've never met them, but I know my friend Rebecca works with them, and she just adores them and thinks they're just good people. Yep. Um, and then there was the whole Luke Combs guitars for vets little yeah. portion of the show, which I'm sure that we're going to cool. end up donating some money because I just, <laughs> yeah. I love the heart behind that. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, if you, if you want to donate money, Ford proud yeah, it's Ford, yeah. to honor.com is oh, the cool. website. I'm glad you wrote that down. Great. Um, what is it again? Ford as in Ford trucks, Ford proud to honor.com. Awesome. And I'll make sure that Raven will put this in our show. Yeah, notes. man, that's good. Um, and then he's saying, um, and I think that was literally the most dressed up I've ever seen him. So, I've, I've, and he looked good. Yeah. I've never seen him without a hat and without a guitar. Yeah. And he did a great job. Yeah. Um, he's really, man, he's really good. You know, I, I, I won't lie and say I'm his biggest fan just because I'm kind of ignorant, but I think he does a great job. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's had a ton of cuts, crap load of hits, man. So yeah. good on you, man. Um, and then next was uh, Miranda, John Randall, your buddy, yep, and Jackie Ingram yep. at the Ryman, and they played a cool song. It was very yeah. vibey. Um, I mean, to me, it felt very like this is going to be on the soundtrack to something. Yeah, you know, it, it was really kind of acoustic, naked, retro kind of sound. Yeah, which is what obviously Randy. Uh, I mean, all the stuff that we've ever written sounds like that so that that really reminded me of all that kind of stuff and miranda sounded great and yeah. i mean everybody sounded great man so yeah. that, that was really cool i can't wait to hear the rest of that album yeah that they did down there in marfa yeah because you kind of followed that like her on insta or him on instagram when yeah. they were kind of down there recording and stuff yeah. for like a couple of weeks so it'll be interesting i like yeah. like one-off kind of weird projects like that that she does and i know Right where they recorded that. I bet you do. <laughs> and then, um, so after that was Jimmy Allen. They took him to the Bluebird, where I'm not so sure I love that outfit. Gotta love Jimmy, the, but the that outfit. Hat? Yeah, maybe he was channeling Prince. I don't know. Mm. But then, uh, free, uh, Freedom Was a Highway was the name of the song that they played with. And then Paisley came in yeah. like a third of the way through the song, which was cool. Which I heard was uh, 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 Jimmy was told brad was out of town so that wasn't gonna happen so that was a, oh, a genuine that. surprise oh really when uh when because you can see you can look over and see jimmy's going like holy crap yeah. what's just happened here so yeah i heard that was an actual legitimate surprise there. oh that's cool i yeah. love that um after that they went into single of the year which was won by i think was kind of a shocker um, I would have thought Bones would have worked, would yeah. have won because it was such a big song. But I hope you're happy now. By Lee Bryce and Carly Pierce won, yeah, which also won vocal event. Um, yeah. But I love that she mentioned that Busby, yeah, um, who is a Nashville songwriter that passed away. He was a buddy of yours. Yeah, I knew him because he wrote with a lot of our writers, and um, he died. I think two or three years ago, just like, like almost, not suddenly three, he had yeah. cancer and it was horrible. And yeah. I didn't know he had had it. I just, it, to me, it was a shock when he passed away, but yeah. um, Carly said that was the last song that he worked on. So I, <laughs> I thought that was very perfect. But I also think, man, I don't think that Lee gets represented as uh, as 
such a he's a freaking great singer. Oh, man. he is. He does. He's got a great voice, and he he puts his soul into yeah, it. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, and I think I think sometimes he's one of those guys that because of some goofy songs here and there gets kind of yeah. shoved off to the side, you know. But man, man, he's really a good singer. Go see him live. He's really yeah. good. Well, I mean, that I Drive Your Truck song right oh, there. Oh, you need man. to hear how great he sings. That's yeah. it. And then you'll cry because it's yeah. a great song. Um, and then Kenny Chesney was at the Opry where he was singing a new song called Knowing You. Yeah. Um, and they ended up doing kind of the in memoriam at oh, the man. tail end of the song. And like, I mean, like just seeing again all the people who passed away, which I think a lot of them were from COVID. Um, yeah. And then for various reasons. But like at the very end... It got to me personally. Um, the last person was Charlie Daniels, and just before Charlie was no, Charlie Pride. Tra- sorry, Charlie Pride, yeah. and just before that was um, I can't remember the other person, but Connie, Connie Bradley, yeah. which that kind of choked me up that it was Kenny singing that because I know that Kenny <laughs> yeah. gave Connie Bradley um, so much credit for his career. I mean, mm. they had such a great relationship. Yeah. Um, I just know that through Craig. Winning, not winning, but getting having number one parties with Kenny. You know, they were always mm. just Kenny was just a, Kenny and Connie kind of just went together. Yeah. Like when it comes to ASCAP and PROs <laughs> and stuff like that. And so that that got to me a little bit because that was that was a surprise to us still that she had passed away um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I think that uh, in the last in this COVID era, I think I think we're up to nine people that we've lost. Yeah, friends and her coworkers or whatever. Which I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think half, Connie had so. cancer. She didn't die of COVID. I never heard. I think I heard. I'd have to go back and look, but mm. I think she was battling cancer. Anyway, um, and then Ashley McBride took that beautiful outside yeah. um, stage where it was in front of the the skyline, which is a little darker than when it was, you know. Yeah. Earlier in the evening, so that was cool. And then they went back to the Ryman with Alan Jackson, where he performed an, a song, um, an older song, and then a song about his daughter, which I'm sure will be yeah. at every father-daughter dance <laughs> this year. Um, it was sweet. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen him in a while. And, gosh, he's really aged. It makes me feel bad. He's not not playing, feel bad, but feel old. He's not playing trigs and guitars anymore. That's I why know. he's looking so old, man. I know. It would have kept him young. I love that guy. And then Blake Shelton went, uh, was at back at the Opry where he sang Austin and then a new song called Minimum Wage. Yeah, explain that. What people are giving him crap about Minimum Wage? Oh, I mean, I, that was just something somebody had told me that. Oh, okay. He was kind of catching flack for a song called Minimum Wage okay. when he's a guy that has a lot of money. Well, yes, he is a guy that has a lot of money, but he also is a guy that knows where he came from. And came from minimum wage jobs. Like Absolutely. He worked his tail end off to get to where he is today. Okay. Sorry. And deserves everything. Absolutely. Then um, the duo of the year. Yeah, Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay, good on them. Also sitting at the bar at the at the Bluebird. At the Bluebird, which I thought was cute. So do you think FGL's ever going to win anything? I mean, they have won stuff. They yeah. won ACMs at the very beginning of their career, but I think, I don't, I just don't know. It's kind of crazy to me because I mean, it, I mean, award shows are political games at yeah. some point, and I think you have to kind of 
say and do the right kind of things and be in the right camps, yeah. whatever camps that might be, I to just win love, some of these things. I just love those guys. Yeah. So do you. I mean, of course. But anyway, then they did a thing about the techs and the musicians out of work. Yeah, it was called ACM Lifting Lives, which was fun because I got to see my friend Ashley Eicher on there. That's she was, right. She, she was doing oh a great gosh. job. Ashley and I go back so long but she's done a lot of like um yeah. interview car- red carpet interviews and stuff for acm cma she's great all that stuff but she was kind of interviewing um artists and um people who work kind of behind the scenes that this year has really been affected by covid and losing their jobs and yeah you know how this um organization and another organization besides this one this acm lifting lives is music cares has helped help people stay afloat Shoot, you know, man. you can't throw a rock around this town without hitting somebody that's yeah. out of work because they can't be on the road or in whatever. But things are turning around. People are booking yep. shows. So that's exciting. Um, so after that was Thomas Drett winning his third male artist of the year. Again, congrats. Yes. And then Keith Urban played a song called Tumbleweed. What a great song, man. That was, that was so fun. much fun. It was so out of the box for yeah. him, too, I felt like. So up tempo and just. Yeah, the pro- smashing man. The production was great, like yeah. the cool like stage he was on, oh, yeah. and all the like smoke kind of going on the stage yeah. and behind him. It was just Looked very really cool. cool, really cool. That was a lot of fun. And then, um, then they went back to the Ryman to Brothers Osborne, who I love, um, and they played a song called "Not for Everyone," which is so such a good song. I just love, I don't know. And it was very live. I mean, there was oh, some. Yeah. some pitchy vocals and out of tune this and out of tune that and it was really cool because it was it was super live yeah which i love because it's like well anybody can lip sync to their own record sure but that was really cool and yeah that was great sounded awesome yep and then uh they went back to the opry house with kelsey ballerini and kenny chesney yep. which i thought you kind of were taken aback by that yeah that that duo pairing. put together, yeah. that pairing. I just thought that was interesting. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Because coming from such a record company background, I just was like, do they have the same manager or the same record company? Or how did that happen? But they sounded great together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. really cool. And, and it was a cool song. Yeah. It's a, a new single called Half of My Hometown, which yeah. I had to look up who wrote it because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Nicole Gallion is a writer on that. Yeah. And she was. Um, and then album of the year went to Chris Stapleton yeah, starting man. over and God bless him. I love Chris Stapleton, but what. he just does not love. It's just, he's such a shy guy that <laughs> you can tell when it comes to having to do acceptance speeches. He's, he, that's not, he'd rather be singing a hundred times over oh, that. Man, or playing guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So I was proud of him. He's just killed it. We've known him for gosh, too long. Yeah. Don't even want to think about it. 27 years. And his wife. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. No, dude, he's he's just he's the best. He's the best of of uh Oh shoot, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say. For a guy getting album of the year mm-hmm. who doesn't have that much radio success. Yeah. It's really encouraging to me. Yeah. To the rest of the industry just like keep slugging out man yeah. just keep putting out some great music well i think he does have radio success it's just not like number one tons yeah of number yeah ones yeah yeah you're what, right yeah but that's I'm what you find like, because that's your record promo yeah brain you're right but i'm just saying like keep putting out great songs man because yeah. for all the stuff that hits the top of the charts that we may not like there's stuff like chris that has 
immense integrity, and we yeah. just love those songs. Well, just well and written. Just, oh, so, such great songs. Yeah. 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 And then Marin Morris won Female Artist, which is awesome. Well-deserved. Yep. yep. Then Little Big Town was a very cool performance <laughs> that was on Broadway. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that, um, that session I did with my friend Destiny, where oh, we um, so much got fun. up at the crack of dawn and did yep. a sunrise session during CMA week, um, slash the Stanley playoffs for the, t- uh, predators. Stanley cup. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, we were there and nobody was there on Broadway and it was shut down because there had been shut down the night before. And we and had to stand rained. in the middle of Broadway. It was so awesome. And it had rained. It had rained. So the road was wet. It was beautiful. Oh, God, it was so cool. It was cool. We went back to bed at like eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get pancakes <laughs> yeah. instead of drinks. And then um, Luke Bryan won Entertainer of the Year, which is kind of funny that anybody would win Entertainer of the Year just because what did they get to even do because it was a weird year. Nobody Nobody played any shows. But Luke Bryan, I think if anybody, I I don't know how much he's won Entertainer of the Year if he has, but if he hasn't, it's definitely one of those awards that he's deserved because he is one of the nicest, hardworking guys that we know. And like... God, I just love him, and I'm proud yeah. of him, and I'm so happy that he won that. Always going to love him. Yes. And then yep. they went back to Brothers Osborne at the Ryman, who played uh, Dead Man's Curve, yep. which was so fun and a great way to end God, it. I mean, man. just guitar-driven. It was, it was just awesome. fun. It was just like, oh, music. I love it. it I don't. Was, it was good. And I'm, I'm horrible about this. I don't remember which Brothers Osborne is the big furry guitar player that's married to Lucy. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but man, he's a smashing guitar player. Oh, it's great. so much fun to watch those guys. So. Yes. And he, and you said he buys some of the guitar. Mario, Mario Martin. Yeah. From, out of Murfreesboro. Yep, out of Murfreesboro. You have a guitar by click, him. Click. Ching. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Mario, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm calling you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> But anyway. I thought it was a great show. I mean, considering they couldn't have really a lot of people there. Oh, man. I felt like it represented Nashville. It represented country music. Um, I tell you what, we, we fast forward. We we voted it and then fast forwarded through stuff. I don't think we fast forwarded through almost anything except the commercials. Yeah. It was just a blast. It was a great show. Production was great. I still say, like we said earlier, it was a blast to go to the three or four different locations. I hope they continue that because it's it's so much fun as a fan. I mean, I'm never, hopefully, I'm never going to go to any of these award shows again. So as a person sitting on the couch, man, it's it, it's it's a great show. Yeah. You said TiVo'd. What did I mean? Recorded. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a TiVo in like 15 years, but it's fun. Eh, I just thought that was funny and I'm cute. Old. Hey, at least you didn't say we were taped it. I still say taped it, even though it's obviously not a tape. Well, because we got the beta upstairs, right? We got the beta tape. There is a video (laughs) recorder somewhere in this house. Anyway, it was a great show, and we enjoyed it. We haven't really set. I mean, we admittedly don't listen to a lot of current country music. I think you've started listening to more, and I try to listen every now and then. But like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know a lot of the people who were nominated. and like, especially in the female category, because I feel like there was a lot of new girls. Probably knew more of the of the people than I, we knew the songs. Yeah, maybe that's a better way to yeah. put it. But um, I was very um, very impressed with how yeah, how man. they picked great performance performances and performers, and it just felt like it was it was just 
energetic from the get-go and like yeah. they packed as much music into it as they could and i yep. think that was great so hey man when you don't have fans in the seats what's what's left nobody i mean the 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 awards are here's your award here's your award so we got to have performances right yeah and I, yeah I, I agree with you man they they smashed that I thought yeah they did a great job of that you know i know that they did give out a few of the awards pre-show yeah. like the days before which i thought was kind of strange because it wouldn't have been that hard to like just add you. that in because yeah. like it took away from like sweet jimmy being able to like have an acceptance speech when yeah. he won new male vocalist which yeah. is huge yeah that's a you know yeah that's a um, big award but outside of that i mean i think i think it was great i think that it was very well done. Yep. All right. Anything else? I guess just please um, follow us on Instagram, Thinking and Drinking Pod, and give us five stars if you like us. If not, you know, just pass on by. And also, we are on Clubhouse. We are on Clubhouse. Yes. So if you are a Clubhouse listener, if you have the app, please find us. We do a show with our friend Scott Gunner. Ba, ba, ba. Yes. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. It's called Nashville's Music Business Then and Now, where it's kind of just an open forum where you can, we'll talk about stuff going on that's current in the industry and stuff that people may have questions about, like how do I book a show or how do I get a publishing deal? And we just discuss that and we talk to people. And we let people give us insights that and, we may not know about. And it's it's been a lot of fun. So get on there and raise your hand, man. Yeah. Just to tell us howdy or whatever, man. Whatever your story is. Yes. Whatever your background is. Whatever your question is. Between me and Amy and Scott, we have a lot of background knowledge. Yes. And so, and also... We're not idiots. We'll tell you we don't know if we don't know it. Absolutely. So and hopefully there's somebody, <laughs> yeah, that if we don't know it, maybe one of our friends knows Absolutely. it that's listening yeah. or, on, you know, on there. That happened last week where somebody was asking club questions and yep. there was a club owner talking and that was great. So you just never know who's going to jump in there. Yeah. And, We've got um, club owners, guitar players, tour managers, artists, everybody. That's, publishers. That's publishers. Just so come on in and join us. Yeah. Tuesday afternoons, four o'clock central time, Nashville biz. Yes. Then and now. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. With Amy Allman, Bart Allman and Scott Gunner. Da, da, da. Yes. That's how you can find us. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye.